everyone. Welcome to Taking the Pulse, a healthcare and life sciences video podcast. Today, Matthew Roberts and I are joining you from NCBio's annual conference. This is one of the premier life sciences events in the Southeast, bringing together regional and national industry leaders. We are excited today to have David Ellison, the Chief Data Scientist for Lenovo's Infrastructure Solutions Group, joining us. David, thank you. Thank you, pleasure being here. Now, your technology company, which really is a tech giant globally, has one of two global headquarters located right here in Raleigh, and actually right here on the Triangle, uh, RTP, where we are today, and you're going to join us and talk about artificial intelligence and Lenovo's work in healthcare. Uh, your current role has you leading a team, if I get this right, focused on delivering AI solutions across a variety of industries, and you yourself also have a background in healthcare. Former biomedical engineer at Johns Hopkins University, where it was a role focused on advancing technology and medicine to improve human health. What does your role look like today for you at Lenovo? And tell us a little bit about this rapid introduction of AI. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it was an exciting time there back at Hopkins. It definitely trained me and prepared me, taught me how to think. Um, and I did a lot of the early computer vision um, type applications that I do now. Um, early computer vision, early generative AI work at Hopkins. So it was a, a great preparation for what I'm doing right now. Uh, what we're doing at Lenovo is expanding in AI. Um, we're investing over a billion dollars in the next three years in AI. Um, so it's, it's a huge push. Um, me, personally, what I'm doing in AI is we, I lead the AI Discover Lab. And that is uh, three things. We do AI benchmarking, make sure that your workloads are running as fast and as effectively as possible. Um, we give out hardware. Um, to researchers, to universities, to startups all around, all around the world. And then we also do AI POCs. Um, and here we do AI POCs from, with universities. I'm doing a one on a single cell analysis using large language models. So that is, so if you think of AI um, or large language models as taking uh, you know, words that come after another. We're taking that with the uh, with the uh, sequence of the the ex expressed genome of the the the, the cells. Taking that, and then what is the next sequence? What is the next thing it's going to express? So, using large language models to do that prediction. Uh, we have projects with NASCAR where we're um, looking at um, how long it takes to fuel up the tank, how long it takes to change the tires. We have. Uh, projects with production planning, we are doing self-driving cars, we're doing a wide range of things. Um, in addition to that, uh, our team also runs the uh, AI Innovators Program where we do outreach to startups and uh, we bring their solutions to our customers. We have about 40 startups working with them and about 150 different solutions. So a lot of things happening at Lenovo with AI. Well. So David, genomics allows us to study the DNA of a person, understand their body, and if they have a, a specific type of disease, uh, maybe a tumor, and figure out what, how is that tumor growing and what kind of treatment can be customized to uh, most positively affect that tumor. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, Lenovo's AI solutions when it comes to genomics and how that will directly help patients and their providers? Sure. Um, we've developed one thing called the Genomics Optimization Scalability Tool. It's GHOST for short. Um, and that enables us to do sequencing of 
um, whole genome sequences and uh, whole exome sequences, um, and take the feed that into workflows like uh, semantic variant variant callings. Uh, germline variant calling, joint variant calling, um, do all those workloads. We're able to do it much faster than normal, which we'll get into a little bit later, I guess. Um, and, uh, you know, that was that was a really a joint collaboration between, uh, you know, our engineers at Lenovo and our, our life science specialists to hopefully, you know, be able to deliver those uh, healthcare solutions a lot faster. Yes. Than and you talked about the speed. So it's cutting it from 48 hours to 18 minutes, roughly? Yeah, yeah. Why is that important? What, what can that help? Uh, so, um, yeah, we, we did a long process of optimization. Uh, we took our engineers and we took our uh, life sciences people and we went through this process kind of like you do hyperparameter optimization in, um, in, in AI, where you look at every possibility and you find out the best solution. And what does that enable? Well, that enables, you know, closer to real-time analysis of the, uh, you know, of, of, you know, carcinogen, mutagens, uh, you know, the expressome, that what's happening wrong in that expressome. You can, you can look at that in a much more, you know, now it still takes some time to collect the samples and to do the sequencing, but now at least the analysis is not days, but minutes. So, Stepping back a little bit to talk about AI generally, there's been a lot of talk in the press, in the general press, about the benefits and the, the concerns about it. Um, and there's some challenges with AI, but where do you see AI going in the future generally? Um, yeah, so the AI space is, is really exciting right now. And actually, there's a little bit too much excitement. Um, you know, you have all these CEOs saying, well, we want an AI solution. And that's not really what you should be doing. You should be looking at uh, solutions that provide a uh, ROI, not what has AI in it, what can I possibly use. Right. I'm looking forward to the time when AI becomes boring again. And, um, you know, like, for example, your, your Google Maps app, right? You don't think of all the AI going, going on behind the scenes of routing and, and optimization, the traveling sales person problem. You don't think of all that. It just, it gets you from point A to point B and it's just an app you use. That's AI that's become boring. Um, and, and that's when AI becomes useful, when you're just using it for the, you're not using it for the sake of using AI. Without thinking about it. Yeah, yes. you're using it yeah. without, without thinking about it. So um, we do have a lot of exciting things happening in generative AI right now. It's the big wave, everyone's talking about it. Um, we're even looking at it in Lenovo. Um, that's all about generating like human level creativity and problem solving and bringing that to AI solutions. So the way we're doing that in the servers group is, um, you know, we, we, we're, we're trying to generate servers that can self-heal after disasters, self-defend after cybersecurity attacks, self-set up. Like you say, I just want a web server that's going to do this, boom, it'll set it up for you instead of having a programmer doing it. So all those are important, but we must remember, and you alluded to it, the responsible AI component. Correct, yes. yes. Um, and, you know, at Lenovo, we've established the responsible AI committee. Um, and, you know, we, we, we evaluate every project that we do internally and externally on six pillars, diversity and inclusion, privacy and security, accountability and reliability, transparency, explainability, and environmental and social impact. So we evaluate all the projects to make sure that we're delivering AI in a responsible manner. 
Speaking of Lenovo's AI advancement and all the work that you're doing, I understand it takes high-performance computing. What exactly is that? So high-performance computing it just means a fancy supercomputer. Okay. Um, and you know they're they're used by universities, um, you know research centers, uh, large companies. They all have these these large computers. There's actually a list of the 500 uh, top computers, the biggest ones out there. Um, and Lenovo, we think of Lenovo as laptop manufacturer, but we're the leading provider of those uh, top 500 computers. One in three of them are Lenovo. Um, so, uh, you know, we have them all across the the the, the world. Um, we have them. Uh, we have. Uh, a, we have them with DreamWorks, so your you know Shrek and How to Train Your Dragon, um, those movies get rendered by our products. Um, that we have, they have a data center there. They have a, a supercomputing, a high performance cluster there. Uh, Flatiron Institute, in New York, uh, there they have one of the most energy efficient ones. They have the top green 500, which is the most energy efficient system, and um, you know they're doing biology, quantum computing, AI all types of things on that system. Uh, we have LRZ in, um, in Germany um, that's doing cancer research and also using um, you know, geospatial images for earthquake imaging. And then finally here at North Carolina State University, we have a lot of things with geospatial images again and also like crop analytics and figuring out uh, what's the proper watering for, to, 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 for, for crops in the field and what variants are, uh, are, are the best, most strongest. So there's a lot of work going on HPC. It's just computers being pushed to the max. The max. Uh, going back to the use of AI, I, obviously Lenovo is doing it at a high level and a responsible level and spending a lot of time, energy and resources doing that. What about the, the, the folks who aren't doing that, aren't being as responsible? How do, as consumers, do we, are we prepared to react to the irresponsible use of AI? Well, that is, that is a responsibility that's really on all of us. Um, I mean, I know that we want to just like click through all the privacy things, all the documents we right. get. We have to. We have to expect more of our companies, um, and and more companies have to, more companies have to get involved in it because right. we're not seeing we're not seeing movement in the Congress. We're not seeing movement in the so U.S. So it won't be regulated by Congress or states yet. Yeah, right, I mean, right, you're seeing the right, way right, things are going. Right, right. I'm not. I'm not expecting any right. AI regulation in the United States. Europe, Europe's doing a lot better at regulating AI, right. um, and they're, they, they've GDPR, which you right. know had had big influence on AI with privacy laws and all that. But they're also passing the AI Act that we're, Lenovo's actively involved right. in. And so, we have to, as a society, decide what we think is appropriate for AI to do. And if we don't come into the decision, we just allow whoever to make that decision. Right. And I think that's a recipe for, for some failure. Right, I can see that. Well, I see passion in, uh, in, your, in your face when you talk about what you're doing. So David Ellison, on behalf of our viewers today and the entire team here at Taking the Pulse, thank you for coming and sharing more about what Lenovo's doing with AI in the healthcare space and beyond NASCAR, crop work, et cetera. Uh, it's, it's exciting to see the advancements here at NC Bio again, the 2023 annual meeting here in North Carolina on RTP, and you're just down the road at Lenovo. Thank you so much. Thank you.